this is Andy Fillion, uh, CEO of Afri Tin Mining, uh, one of the only uh, tin producers on AIM looking to become a battery metal champion. Uh, we're in production, we're growing business, we're growing operations, and we're looking to become the preeminent battery metal and technology metal producer on AIM. Anthony, good to see you again. I haven't seen you since May. You've been busy by the looks of it. Yes, Matt, it's, it's been a very, very busy couple of months. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't uh, managed to touch sides, but now that uh, we're all going back into lockdown, it seems as though we, we, we can start uh, talking to all of our friends again. Yeah, and you, you actually did make it to London last week, a one-to-one, but I didn't. I, I missed you there. I think we're, we're both quite busy. What did you make of it? Uh, I, was, I was actually quite impressed. Uh, there seems to be quite a lot of positivity still around um, around the resource uh, stocks uh, at, at the moment. But what I, what I did notice that a lot of people were a little bit concerned about the liquidity and, and valuations. Um, and you know, uh, waiting for a little bit of direction as to what the, what the world economy is going to do. But uh, some very good projects out there, some exciting financings uh, go, going on, and it's it's always good to see uh, new mines coming on stream. I think, yeah, it's it's, it's it's interesting mood at the moment. I'm not quite sure what to make of um, the global economy at the moment. I think precious metals expected to be roaring ahead. They haven't. The good news for you, uh, I guess, is the fact that there's a big uh, green circular economy uh, building up. So, okay, battery metals champion. Let's we, let's dig into it. What does that mean? Um, since we spoke, you've gone and sorted out your balance sheet somewhat. You've raised some equity, and you've also um, done a, a a lending facility with us. Um, I think Standard wasn't it in Namibia? So, just tell us about what you're trying to achieve with uh, those finances financings. So the, the, the initial equity raise that we, that we put away was oversubscribed and we got some really strong institutional support for that, which was always good to see. What that allowed us to do was, um, you know, to, to advance some of our, our, our projects, um, is specifically around the expansion and the metallurgical test work of our byproducts. Uh, it allowed us to retire some uh, convertible loan notes, so cleaned up our balance sheet. Uh, strengthened our register and uh, allowed, uh, gave us a good platform uh, for expansion. Um, we've been speaking with a, a lot of the local um, sort of banking institutions in Namibia for, for a while now. Um, there's, there's been strong support to, to get involved and, um, you know, Standard Bank uh, put up their hands and gave us a very attractive uh, term loan facility uh, for the next five years. And that's, uh, that, we, that allows us to expand the current operations and then we can use our, our equity on, um, on business development uh, opportunities. So we're in a really good position. Plants making money, which is really fantastic. Sorry? The, the, How much is it making? The, so, so look, uh, I mean, we can go into quite a bit of detail on that. but uh, Please don't. Probably, Just give me a number. <laughs> okay. We... we we're doing between eight hundred thousand and and a million dollars okay. of, of free cash flow a month, okay. which is which is really uh, good going. Uh, you know, we still got quite a bit of uh, some efficiencies in the plant uh, that, that we're looking at. With the expansion, we'll uh, you know we'll look to drop our unit costs, um, which which would obviously in, increase the that free cash flow. Uh, you know the the whole thing, as I as I've sort of explained to you in the past, with a gravity based plant, uh, it's it's all about uh, efficient flow of material through the plant. So, 
the, the more you can deep bottleneck little areas, you know, you, you can, you, you keep getting these little wins and the little wins add up to, add up to big wins ultimately in, in your unit cost. So, uh, you know, pretty good, uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I think that, uh, you know, our, our, our output is really um, in ex- well in excess of our steady state production. So, you know, things are really looking good. Um, the team has really come together on, on the ground, operating team. And now it's, now it's all about, you know, we've laid a platform and it's about uh, growing a, a really exciting opportunity here, Matt. Yeah, no, and that's what I want to talk about because the, the, the rate of growth is going to be really important for you, you know, for shareholders of being in this uh, a while. And I want to see how you do that because you've got, obviously, you've got the tin. And I want to focus on that in a second. Um, you, with the lithium oxide and the tantalum byproducts, um, I want to understand I want to understand how you move those forward, what, what the economics are there, and how, how do you monetize that? Because it seems you need all of the above to make the company work, the project work, because you're sitting around 55 million market cap, okay? Share price has doubled yeah. since the beginning of the year. Shareholders got to be happy with that, but it's, and it's been sort of moving sideways since the middle of the year. You're going to need to show how this growth happens. So can we focus on the tin bit? You've got a pilot plant going. You're generating 800 to a million bucks uh, from that, which is, you know, a nice contribution. Um, but yeah. how, how do you move from a pilot plant operating at nameplate capacity through to something more meaningful and commercial? So look, the, the pilot plant uh, sort of description is a bit of a misnomer because it is, it is a, a really a commercial operation. It's probably the, size, the scale of the plant, you know, is probably one of the biggest uh, tin plants in the world, uh, um, just in terms of uh, throughput. So, you know, the, the nature of, it, of our deposit is, is what's key here. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a huge deposit. It was at one stage, you know, the largest hard rock open cast tin mine in the world. Uh, the size of our plant is, is probably about 80% of the historic plant. So, you know, uh, that's why I say, you know, a pilot, it's gone beyond a pilot. Then you, then you got you to stop using the word in your presentation then. If it's big already and call, I don't know, call it phase one or something. But Well, it, it, that's, that's what we are calling it is, is, the, is the phase one. So, so the pilot plant in, in terms of, produ- in, in terms of um, you know, uh, confirming economic, uh, economic feasibility, basically. So, so it's, it's an economic feasibility plant. But the, because we've got such a huge resource, and bearing in mind, you know, this is that, that we've only touched on, on, a, on a small portion of, of the historic reserves, uh, you know, this, is, this has the potential to be a, a, a tin and, and now lithium and tantalum deposit of global significance. Um, so, so just on the tin side, you know, the, the whole point of, of, the, of the phase one plant is, was basically to, to, to lay a platform, uh, you know, to, for, for growth and expansion. Uh, the nature of a gravity-based plant is, is that, uh, you know, you can always expand it and, it and you can always get better efficiencies. And, and, the, and as we're going through the motions now of, of that, we've laid the platform and now, now, it's, now it's a matter of how do we capitalize on, on the huge resource and, and expand it on an exponential scale. But that's what I'm asking you. I, I want you to give me the answer today, which is how do you take the learnings from this fake pilot plant slash phase one operation and say, right, we now, we know we've got the resource. We need to scale this and show the, show the, the market that we can finance it, 
that there's a yes. there's a place for us in the market, and we can do that within a, a reasonable time frame. So, w- what's the answer to that? Okay, so look, uh, in terms of can we finance it? You know, I think we've we've proven that we can. You know, we've got institutional investors and and long term uh, bank uh, support. So, you know, although it's on a small scale, the intention is that these uh, that our partners now our financing partners are in it for the long run. Okay, so 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 financing, you know, I think is, was part of of the, the the proof of concept phase or phase one. So now in terms of scale, it's it's about uh, you, you know uh, going through the, systematically going through the historic reserves and confirming them into modern chalk compliance. So uh, you know uh, we when we did our initial when we declared our initial reserve, um, the, it was only on about forty percent of the historic reserves. So this we've, and that was probably about one hundred and twenty odd holes that 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 we confirmed up. Uh, there's still another six hundred holes that that. You know we've got we've got uh, uh, existing data on, so it's about bringing bringing more reserves in, um, and obviously the reserves are there for your 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 feasibility studies, so that the banks can can, uh, can sign off on that. So so th- so that's stage one, getting your exp- getting that exploration uh, or uh, confirmatory drilling uh, so up to the, the scale. But then the 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 whole thing about the this operation that I think people are missing is is the efficiencies that you can get with it, with your unit costs. So you add your byproducts of tantalum and lithium, and you, you know they, they have a they have a dramatic impact on your uh, on your on your unit costs. And, and uh, you know at this stage those are those are just the, the bonanza minerals really. You know with, with on a tin only basis. Um, you, you know the, this project makes makes great money. Uh, you know the, our, our unit costs c- keep coming down on, on a month to month basis, and uh, you know as we expand, it's it's all about economies of scale. So the bigger we go, the the more efficient. I mean, Anthony, what, I think what you guys need to do now is show how you scale this thing, right? So you you've proved it to, to a point, and you're doing a bunch of you know, test work on the the lithium oxide, the tantalum, etc. But your shareholders want to see you grow this thing. You're whatever you are, fifty five million market cap thing here today. Share price has doubled, so you know I think everyone's kind of happy from that perspective. But now you need to go global, right? So how do you do it? Okay, great, Matt. So what what we've done essentially is laid a platform for for this growth and expansion phase. So. Uh, when we when we sat down as a board, when we started, we had we had three different phases of uh, our strategy. The first one was, uh, you know, let's lay a platform, let's take the historic data, confirm it up, uh, and 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 produce a, a, prof, a profitable phase one plant, basically. And that and that that we've done. Uh, we, we're making we're making money, which is great for a junior mining company to have positive cash flows. We've proved the concept in terms of getting institutional investors onto our register at an early stage, and got bank financing to to uh, help with the with the expansion. So, so we've ticked a lot of boxes and we've laid a good platform for 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 the, the next phase of our strategy, which is growth and expansion. And that's that's always exciting for for a, a junior miner. So, so now we we want to go about it systematically. So, what we're going to do. Uh, we, we've we've still got a lot of historic data. Um, you, you know, we've only uh, sort of done touched uh, the, the the surface in literally in terms of the, the historic reserves. So we've done uh, probably a hundred historic holes. We've still got another six hundred historic holes that we've got 
uh, data on that, that we need to bring into uh, JOC compliant reserve status. That reserve will then allow us to obviously um, go through a bankable feasibility study phase. But, you know, the, the real bonanza here, um, and, and that's just on, on tin alone. So, you know, we want to expand the tin production, as I said, uh, dramatically, economies of scale, all of those good things, um, and, you know, make this once again the biggest uh, open-cast tin mine in the world. But the real bonanza here is, is what do we do with byproducts? And, and that's, that, that's been the real sort of gem of, of, this, of this deposit is, uh, you know, we've, we've identified one of the biggest open cost lithium deposits associated with our, with our, our, our tin mine. So now, uh, now, now it's a matter of, uh, okay, that the old timers never, never had a use for lithium. So, so, so they never mined it. They, they never uh, assayed for it. Uh, when we did our, our, uh, our confirmatory program, we tested for lithium and a, a variety of other exciting elements, tantalum, um, and the, the, so, so what we need to do now, get that ex exploration going, uh, understand how we're going to uh, add on a module for the, for the lithium and the tantalum byproducts. And then we want to, then it's all about size. I mean, we've got a, the historic re reserves are in excess of 150 million tons. Uh, you know, we're currently mining at under a million tons a year. So, you know, my life is, 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 is not a, not a factor here. It's about how big we can build a plant and how many goodies we can get out of out of the ore body. Right. Okay. So I just want to want to understand this because you've kind of you you've gone early with the pilot plant phase one plant for the tin component and you've got yeah. some revenue flowing. So you, you're showing that technically the tin is not the issue. You want to focus though on the byproducts because it, it could be valuable. But you know, with that comes its own set of technical challenges. I, I appreciate you doing the intermittent lithium also, you know, met test work, et cetera, but it's a very technical commodity. It's going to need specialist skills. Um, to, and, for, and for you to, because the, you know, the end user is going to have some very, you know, specific demands about what it is that they want f from this. And either you're going to, you're going to be the ones to do that or someone else is going to capture some of that value further down that, that, that food chain. So how are you expecting to come at the lithium oxide component of this, of the, the byproduct component, uh, as part of your company, part of your value creation? Okay, so so um, you know, just just to sort of take a step back and get a little bit technical. Um, so you know, we we've got dense media a separating uh, plant, and essentially what happens is all of the crushed ore comes from the comminution circuit into your into your first phase of of dense media separating. The heavier materials, uh, which is essentially your tin and your tantalum, then uh, get separated and report to the concentrating circuit where it, 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 it basically gets liberated, produces a 60 plus percent tin concentrate and, and a, a tantalum byproduct that we'll ultimately run over a magnetic separator. But, but what, what, what is, uh, so, so what happens at the DMS-1 is all the lighter material then reports to the waste. And um, that, that's, that, that's, the, that's where all the lithium is, is uh, sort of captured is in the feldspars, which are, a lot lighter, so uh, you know, embarrassingly, we, we're throwing lithium oxide potential onto the dumps. So, so what we'll do then, and we've we've announced this recently, we're going to set up a, a modular pilot facility. Basically, we'll set up another 
DMS uh, plant, but instead of uh, taking the taking the heavier material, we'll take the lighter material. We'll we'll mill that down and and we'll uh, uh, run it through a flotation. So that that will then uh, allow us to produce a, a concentrate, and that concentrate we will then uh, be able to produce enough of that to to market it uh, around the world and and see what our, our target is um, in terms as you correctly say um, you, you know it's it's a very technical and very chemical orientated uh, sales process uh, and you, you know the, the end users really need to have comfort that that, that the product that you're producing will uh, be suitable for 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 their uh, battery making and and whatever uh, processes. So, so we are we are launching that that pilot facility. Um, as you can tell from our description, that, that pilot will be just a, a modular add on to uh, onto the uh, waste conveyor. So, not nothing complex in terms of stopping production. Uh, we added onto uh, onto the uh, production facility, and that that will uh, you know in the, in the, in the in the coming months, will give us a, a, a really good indication of of how we can um, extract additional value from. I, I, I'm I'm tired of calling them byproducts. I'm going to call them bonanza minerals because it it it, it does. We don't want to diminish what what the tin is, but these are these are just uh, these are real as you are bonanza minerals. So and the same with the tantalum. So and. You know that that's where the beauty of of a polymetallic deposit comes in is you know you've you've got all of these all of these uh, options to to look at and I think it's important to also state you know that the, the reason why we've done it in a phased approach is so that we can maximize the the polymetallic nature and and figure out how to extract all, all of these different elements. I mean we've even got a rubidium associated with with, with the deposit, so lots of Lots of uh, really, um, you know, useful minerals that, that that occur within these pegmatite bodies, which are really a unique uh, geological occurrence. But isn't this part of, part of your your problem since the messaging into the market? Where like tin, we've said before, it's not very sexy, right? People don't yes. gravitate to it. <clears throat> Likewise, e- equally unsexy is the is the word polymetallic because people don't know how to value it because they, it comes in different combinations and ratios, right? So it, it, it it's also hard for people to you know gravitate to and 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 understand you know where the value is coming and you know what the economics can look like so do do you think that you need to label this a lithium project because that seems quite sexy at the moment the way that tin did you know earlier this year or end of last year um how do you position this if Based on what you're now starting to see in terms of where you think the most value is going to lie, these bonanza um, commodities. So, look for the, the the basics. Really, are are about unit cost uh, at at the end of the day. So, yes, we are we are going to be producing minerals uh, that will feed into the whole technology metals uh, market, which is really very exciting. We believe that that's the next phase of growth for the uh, commodity supercycle. But what's the, the the real nuts and bolts of it, uh, if, if I may, um, you know, is is about is about producing those technology metals cheaper than the next guy, and that's and and that's 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 what we always focus on. So so from a tin perspective, yes, we are we we in sort of at this stage probably midway in, in the in the cost curve. Uh, 
so we, with our expanded uh, production, we'll be uh, producing around $17,000, $18,000 a, a ton. And bearing in mind, we're getting at the moment, our average price has been about $37,000 a ton. So tin makes money, good money. Um, and then you add the tantalum that that drops a, a couple of a couple of thousand dollars off off your off your uh, your um, your unit cost. But then you add the lithium, and exactly as you say, you, you your 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 unit cost for 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 tin basically goes down to zero just about. And you you then you've got to decide, uh, you know, is is the tin going to support the lithium, or is the lithium going to support the tin? But all in all. It, 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 it's, it's a, it's a, it becomes a very profitable operation. It, it does. And I, I like companies with nice, strong fundamentals. I mean, you're, you're not at the point yet where you can demonstrate what the economics are, clearly. But, you know, at the point you are, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, could be, it could be quite attractive, as you say. You, 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 get, you get the, the 10 for free, potentially. But yeah. the market, retail, don't do the math. They don't understand that. So I'm saying, do, do you have to flip the message um, to more about the, the money than the commodity as a result of, and the nature of what you've got for people to appreciate the value that you potentially could, could create. It's just, it's just quite, because we saw that sentiment move in 2020, but it was based on numbers that people could understand. They understand precious metals. They understand, you know, nickel price, copper price, et cetera. But it, you're, you're not dealing with those and with lithium. Because the technical nature of it, people sort of gravitated towards lithium hydroxide uh, projects because that's where they felt the the, the best value could be uh, gained from potential purchasers, um, you know, usually Chinese uh, at that. Um, but you've got you're not quite sure what how far down that food chain you're going to work it. It seems yet. Well, yet absolutely, and, and and therein lies lies the the massive opportunity for retail to get involved. Is is you know we are uh, we are at the genesis of of a very exciting new technology metals province. Okay, so so the the, the key takeaways is uh, you know as opposed to probably about eighty percent of junior mining companies out there, we're profitable. Okay, that's and that's that's the that's the and every time you read about the tin price hitting another all time high. We get more profitable, okay. So and and that allows allows us a huge platform for growth, and that's just on tin alone. So sorry, um, let me let me clear. I want to want to make sure I You're profitable at a project level, and 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 at a group level. I mean, if you if you saw our, our last um, our interims, you, you know, we we declared our first uh, sort of free cash flows of uh, looking very modest, but but it, you know for for a. a Junior mining company fourth, in their fourth year of, of existence uh, to have free cash flows and, and a, a huge resource, and you know really uh, targeting a, a much higher growth. Uh, it's, it's quite uh, you know we're pretty proud of ourselves to be honest. No, so, I, I get it. But I just want to bring it back to the, the beginning, right? You, you've you've gone and raised the thirteen million bucks of equ- uh, pounds of equity, right? Yeah. So if you go and raise equity. You've been able to wipe out some convertible debt, which is great news. Um, you've got this, obviously, this facility was standard for, what was it, 4.7, what was the number? Uh, four and a half million pounds. Four and a half million pounds, all right. Yeah. And you're producing, what, a million bucks? Uh, uh, yes, call, call it a million dollars of, of free cash flow a, a month. A month, okay. So that... Okay, so that million bucks a month of free cash, nearest damn it, uh, is enough to finance your 
future pilot plant uh, build for the for the for the lithium, right? And your yeah. exploration program is that right? Is that what you're saying to me? Yes, but but look, let's uh, if if I could just clarify. So the phase one plant is 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 a proof of concept, okay? And that's that's the that's the, on the, the tin. Most, that's on the tin. Uh, on the tin, but right. but you know, so essentially, what we've done is we've built up our, our feasibility study and 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 proven that the feasibility study does actually work in real time. Okay, so so that's that's phase one. But it's not about phase one; it's about the, the actual size the size of of the historic uh, deposit. As I said, you know, we've got a target of about 150 million tons. So we've we've only proven up about uh, 70, 70 million uh, tons of that. We're mining at a rate of under a million tons a, a, a month, uh, sorry, uh, under, under a million tons a year. And, and, and you, you know, so our mine life is, you know, in excess of 150 years. So now it's, it's not about, it's not about, you know, the phase one, it's about how big can we build a plant to, Get the best economies of scale to 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 do justice to the historic uh, reserve that we know is already there. Right, and then you've got to work out what you're going to do with the with the lithium component and well, and tantalum as well. But it sounds like the lithium is the significant part part of that, and you're, you're fully financed to take that through to wherever you need to take it through to, which seems to be another pilot plant. Well, yes, sort of a, a modular. A prior plant on on the existing circuit. Uh, you know, the the, the uh, you know we had a lot of information obviously on the tin, which allowed us to to go into that phase one development. But uh, you know, because lithium wasn't used back then or mined back then, uh, there was there was there's, there was absolutely no information. So so we on lithium, uh, we've we've had to go back to the, the drawing board a little bit, which is metallurgical uh, test work, but. You know, I think by, by the by the time we've completed uh, that that uh, with that pilot facility, we'll know we'll have a very good idea of of how we're going to extract value for that bonanza mineral. And what's the time frame for that? About three to six months, uh, Matt. Uh, you know, it, we we've already identified partners that, that have developed these uh, similar type of of plants. Uh, you know, for projects in in Zimbabwe but and and uh, Argentina and and elsewhere so that they've got a very good understanding of of what's what's required and we've partnered up with with some of those technology man, manufacturers to come and implement that solution for us right okay okay so, so that's interesting and you 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 finance for that that's no finance yep uh, absolutely, and you know, uh, as I said, keep saying making money, which is, is the most important thing. It, 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 it is okay, fine. Um, just in terms of, um, I mean, actually, so we should, we should probably talk about some of the other other um, things that you've got you've got going on there with with regards to. Um, so we talk byproducts and economics in terms of uh, things like ore sorting um, as well as as part of the the mix here. Is that is that is that on the list? Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely, uh, Matt. That, that, that ore sorting is is a is a is a is a potential to be a game changer. Um, you, you know, we, we are running uh, a, a test work program with the manufacturers of ore sorters, and uh, you, you know the 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 nature of of our ore body. It's it, it's you know it's, because it's such a, a large uh, sort of area and such a large mass. 
we've got a very unique mineralogy in that our cassiterite crystals are very coarse. So we're getting really good liberation from our, our host rock. So um, if you add an all sort in, basically what, what would happen is you have the potential to reject 80% of your waste, which means that you're upgrading the, the ore going into your concentrating circuit by about four times, which takes it from, from a, a sort of a, a relatively low grade to quite a, a significant grade of, of, of tin. So, so that's, that's on the tin side, but then also on the lithium side, uh, you know, ore sorting has, has the potential to, to really sort of uh, exacerbate that, that that's part of the plant. It's, very, it's great technology. Uh, we're really getting to grips with, with, with the potential around it. And hopefully we can, we can report some results on that um, and, and the, 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 the possibilities that that opens up to us in the not too distant future. Right. And, and, and how do you finance something like that? Because they, you know, they, I don't know what they cost between three and five, six million bucks. Well, rand. They're not. They're surprisingly not not that that expensive. Um, you, you know, you're probably looking at about a million dollars for at most for for per unit. We'll probably look to, um, you know, look for two or three units on the on the phase one plant if we do it that way, or um, uh, you know on on the phase two plant, depending on how big we go, you know, you're probably one in an array of, of units, but they're, they're actually not very expensive pieces of equipment for the value that they, they create. Okay. It's cheaper than the gold ones. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. And you, obviously we've, we've focused on the, the, those three commodities and obviously um, the, you know, the, the, the main pit, but you've also got some other assets. I and mean, what are you going to do with those or offload those or just park them up for now? No, look, look the um, and once again, the ore sorting is quite unique. Um, so, so the, our, our other asset, our second asset, is uh, is turning out to be quite an exciting opportunity in itself. Uh, that's that, that I that I don't think is is measured at all in our, our share price at this stage. Uh, it's the Brandberg West uh, deposit. It was a historic goldfields mine. Um, it's probably about a hundred odd k's away from from our existing facility. Slightly different type of mineralization in that it's uh, it's vein hosted, um, but but these veins are quite prolific, and um, the, uh, contained in the veins is tin and tungsten, um, so so slightly different uh, sort of uh, chemical makeup, uh, but but uh, and and also a little bit of copper and gold, so so almost like an IOCG type of uh, type of deposit, but these these veins, so the, what uh, Goldfields did. Uh, you know they mined the, the historic pit, and uh, you know they they basically super pitted and took out all the veins, um, and then uh, they they sort of tracked these veins for about another three or four kilometers. So so a huge area once again of of mineralization, uh, quite a quite, quite a unique proposition in itself, and something I think that all sorting will work really well with specifically the the the, the tin and, and the wolframite. Um, so. So that's 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 something that that's that looking pretty exciting. And just you know, uh, sort of anecdotally, one of the historic drill holes we were looking at um, had had twenty eight percent tin over ten meters. <laughs> and now, if you consider we we mining economically at 0.14 percent, twenty eight percent is just kind of off the charts. So, so so something really exciting. I think that that. Uh, 
you know, we, we, we're going to go quite hard at that now as well. Um, you know, it's it, the, the, the nice thing about having a footprint in the area is it, is it allows you to, to expand uh, as in, in that, in the, in the region and also, you know, adding tungsten to your sort of uh, your battery of elements, uh, you know, is, is, it gives you, gives you a little bit more uh, diversity in terms of uh, extracting value. So, I think Bradberg West is going to be a, a, an exciting one uh, for the future. Okay, and and, and how are things in country? Obviously, we've been reading um, you know, rise of nationalism and uh, rise of um, these sort of NGO bodies um, trying to cause problems for for miners. How are things in Namibia? Look, I, 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 to be honest with you, Matt, I, I couldn't be happier. Um, you know, I've been working uh, for the better part of two decades all over all over the continent. Uh, I, I definitely, Namibia is one of, or if not the best, uh, investment jurisdiction. It's an existing mining jurisdiction, as uh, uh, you know, as, as 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 you would know, with the the, the Bannerman guys are there, uh, but also you know, it's a. Uh, it, there's some significant uranium deposits there, you know, Langerhanrik, uh, Rossing. So, so you know, there's there's a lot of uh, skills in country. Uh, they 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 are trying to sort of become uh, a lot more uh, independent of tourism, and and so are, are really encouraging investors. Um, you, you know, I can't say enough good good things about it. Good institutions, good infrastructure. Uh, it's great. I mean, just just another another little point. I mean, to get a ton of our tin from Minegate all the way to the smelters in Thailand cost us only one hundred and fifty dollars a ton. So you know, it's, it's it's just shows you you know being that close to the port and being close to infrastructure in a good jurisdiction. You know, all of all of that all of that stuff really adds uh, multitudes onto, onto your value proposition. Okay, look, I'm. Anthony, look, thanks for a catch up today. I wanted to talk to you because I saw all this money kind of coming in. Wondered how you were allocating it and what the cost of it uh, was. But and more importantly, I want to actually understand the time frame which you are going to uh, need to actually evaluate what the we'll call byproduct, bonanza product, uh, commodities, whatever you want to call them. You know, when you can come back to us and let us know what you think you've got there and how you come at it. Because I say the lithium component is it could could be truly fascinating. Um, yes. If you've got the skill sets, knowledge, and a, a plan for it, um, that could be you know a meaningful game game changer for you in terms of your cost structure. So appreciate your time today. Stay in touch. Come back soon um, as you know more. Okay. Great stuff, Matt. Thanks a lot for your time, and uh, good to chat to you again. I hope you catch up in London again soon.